Naiko. I'm Nariko. And this is English, English at, at Home is Fun. <laughs> Nariko, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. It's humid in Japan. It's getting very oh, humid really? and hot. Yeah, I need to. Oh my God. Yeah. How about you? Oh, it's the same. Really? In New York? Yeah, we call this the dog days of summer. Dog days of summer. Why you put,、yep. put the dog instead of cat? <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. It's, that's, you know English idioms are、okay. very strange, but、okay. we say that it's the dog days of summer.、Mm, um, okay. I guess because when it's really, really hot,、uh-huh. dogs just kind of lie down on the ground and go, <laughs> or something、see. like that. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people feel like doing that too.、Ah. Maybe. I got it. Something like that. I see, I see. I can picture the dog. Yeah, okay. That's why. Yeah, so、Thanks. it's the dog days of summer. Dog days of summer, yeah. Actually, it's the same in Japan, too, I, I guess.、Mm-hmm. So, what do you do to beat the heat? Oh, to beat the heat. Well, actually, I turn on the air conditioner. It, it, what、That's、about you?、Basic. Same? <laughs> And I, 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 use, I turn on the fan, too, both. <laughs> it's really hot.、Oh. Dogs. Day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dog days. Yeah, I,、mm-hmm. the dog days.、Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do the same. You know, we. I turn the air conditioner on or turn on the fan and yeah, you know, a cool, cool glass of iced coffee. Uh huh.、Mm-hmm. Or、uh-huh. iced tea. Yeah, but I thought that、uh, I mean New York is a little bit、uh, not not like Japan, not, not so humid like Japan, but actually is it humid? Is it? Humid? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's not as humid as Japan, but it's pretty, pretty humid.、Yeah. Oh, I see.、Mm. So, and, and the temperature gets to around, like today, the temperature was around 35 degrees. 35 degrees? Yeah. Oh my God, that's much、yeah. higher than Japan, I guess. 35. Oh, yeah. Yeah. N- yeah. N- now it's not so high, but wow. Okay, but in summertime, of course, we, we have that temperature too 35, sometimes、yeah. 38. It's like a human body temperature, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. You, we need to take、uh, water, right? Lots of water. Absolutely.、Mm-hmm. Gotta drink a lot of water. Yeah, They say yeah. stay hydrated.、Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, what is the topic for today? We've, we've talked about、uh-huh. testing. Well, we talked about the elephant in the room. We can continue from the last episode that why we think, I mean, especially Japanese think that we have to take a test to prove your, your English skill. That's a great topic. Yeah, I believe it's a, our part of our culture. And for example,、mm-hmm. like I'm doing patchwork.、Uh-huh. So, uh, but every time、uh, you know, I said to my friend that I enjoyed my patchwork, but the,、uh-huh. the friend said, Oh, are you going to school? Or, and I said, I, I, That time I didn't go any school, I just enjoyed. And then, Oh, really?、Did、so you, you just picked it up by yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just、uh, went to the store to buy such stuff and I bought some, you know. Fabric and then do on my way. But after that,、uh, my friend told me, Oh, if you, you know, do get into that patchwork, then you should go、mm-hmm. to the school. And then when I go to the school, the school has a system. I mean, is a system like a, a grade system? 
even in patchwork world. Can you imagine? So there's I, a mm -hmm. there's grading for patchwork. Yeah, that's why I'm taking I'm picking that the uh, patchwork as an example because uh, I want to know um, if American, you know, kilter you, people who mix patchworks and kilt. Right. Do they have a kind of grading system like patchwork world in Japan? You know, um, <laughs> you mean like, do it's they a have a license or something? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. No. I think here people tend to do something that they like to do mm -hmm. and then they get really, really good at it mm -hmm. and then they can teach that. Uh-huh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But there's no license for that. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. So mm -hmm. about 10 years ago, I wanted to learn how to sail, mm -hmm. you know, a small sailboat. Mm -hmm. And so I took a course mm -hmm. and I got a certificate that proved I took the course. But the only reason that I took the course was because I've never been really on a sailboat or controlled a sailboat. And I wanted to know... You know, I, I didn't want to hurt myself, mm -hmm, exactly. I, and I and I didn't want to hurt my guests on the boat. So I mm -hmm. wanted to learn what to do, so I could learn the rules. And it was only for my myself. Mm -hmm. And so I took the course. Mm -hmm. um, I rented a sailboat for a couple of seasons. Then I then I bought a boat. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of my students would say, "Oh, you have a sailboat. Oh, when did you get your license?" Mm -hmm. And I said, "Well, actually, I don't have a license because." I think here in New York, if the length of the boat is less than 12 meters, mm -hmm. then you then you don't need to have a license. Mm -hmm. I see, I see. Yeah. yeah. I think we have kind of same rule here too. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So so there there was no there was no reason uh to get a license. Mm -hmm. I see. And and I and now that you mention that, you mm -hmm. know, I've had a lot of students from Japan say like, "Oh, I want to do that and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to go to Hawaii and I'm going to get a license to do scuba diving." Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and and I thought, "Well, that's interesting. Like the the license seems important, not actually learning how to do scuba diving." Like the license comes first. Yeah, license like, comes first. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, but the, that topic you you're talking about is a, just uh, relate to your life, right? If right, you 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 know scuba diving too. You if you haven't, uh, how can I say bad, in bad condition, you might have a difficulty of breathing, right? Right. It's, it's different maybe from what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that, you know, just hobby stuff, you know, very hobby. Like you like what? Like patchwork. Yeah, like patchwork. Nobody judge you. you or cooking. Yeah, cooking too. Yeah. But uh, those small stuff, we like to uh, make a grading system maybe. So because uh, we Japanese don't say... I love patchwork. I'm good at patchwork. So what do you say? What do I say? Well, I actually, yeah. You say, oh, I, I, I have a, I have a, a, a level three license of patchwork, <laughs> or I have a grade three certificate of patchwork. Well, actually, this is our conversation start. If my mm -hmm. friend or someone coming to my house, or if I have something like my artwork were shown to somebody, that somebody asked me, oh, you doing patchwork, and I said. Yeah, kind of, you know, but actually I'm doing really hard, but I won't say I'm doing very hard, but I say kind of, and then 
wow and can i see and then they see wow when did you learn this and i i said well actually i started by myself but uh, i went to mm-hmm. that school and i and uh, did you get a right. license yeah after that uh, so the conversation goes around to the license topic yeah license topic so quickly wow just at the beginning of the hobby you you know uh, my one of my friend who is a who is american and then um he said that he had an experience working in Japan as a mm-hmm. business consultant or something. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he was he was in Sendai too, actually, for four four years. Oh wow! Yeah, so he said that it was very interesting to see Japanese resume. Right. We have a certain format, just one paper, only one paper. Right. Right. And then. What he was laughing about was mm-hmm. there was a corner of a hobby. Right. Hobby. <laughs> he was laughing. Hobby. Why you need a hobby to apply for a certain job? And then right. I said, well, if you talk about the hobby in Japan, you have to have a kind of license of the hobby. That's why hobby you know otherwise you can write any hobby right i like uh how can i say collecting some pottery or anything you can write or like flower arrangement if you want to do flower yeah, arrangement, flower arrangement you'd like to do that uh-huh and you go to this flower shop every morning and you buy a few flowers and you practice at home <laughs> that's but, but if you say to your friend, oh, look, I'm doing flowering, uh-huh. they're going to say, oh, really, what school did you go to and which yeah, grade Yeah, what's grade or what's, yeah, which school has, every school has a different type of a grading system. So that's why, wow. you know, when you write, when you're a very a young age, like a high school student, try to just mm-hmm. a part-time job, then nobody expects that you have a hobby with a license. You know, maybe right. you write something, I like patchwork. But when you grown up, when you apply for some job, then in the hobby section, you actually write mm-hmm. patchwork and then I write which school and then I got this grade or, you know. So that's why which school is very important because if the school is very you know, popular in Japan. Everybody know, mm-hmm. oh, you went to that school and you, you actually, you know, learn from that teacher. That's the way we we kind of think of a hobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why my fr- my friend was laughing, and she mm-hmm. he showed me actually he he changed his job just a, a career step kinda. So it's not like he lost his job; right. he's just a step up. So when I saw his resume, yeah. because he he had to fax uh, from my house to. Uh, the company in US maybe so I saw that resume oh my god so long mm-hmm. and then all the things details and what he had experience right. and what the field he was everything so I was so impressed and then yeah <laughs> I was not cracking but uh, Wow, so long. And then, there, of course, there's no hobby there's no section. Hobby. <laughs> no hobby section. Yeah. So if you, if somebody, let me just see if I can understand this t- correctly. So if, uh-huh. if let's say your grandmother 
Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Who's in her in her 70s or 80s. Yeah. And she's been teaching you patchwork yeah. since you were a teenager. Yeah. And uh-huh. now you're in your 30s. Uh-huh. And you've been doing it for 15 years with your grandmother. Uh-huh. You, that's not enough. It's not enough to say that, you know, my grandmother has taught me this and I've done this. People still would want to know what grade you have what's yeah, your certificate exactly or i can make my own grading system if i'm too good <laughs> you know at the I patchwork see. yeah i i can make my own noriko patchwork grading system then maybe i can but usually mm-hmm. uh, what do you think because you've been in japan and you're working with mm-hmm. the japanese people so why the happen to us and uh, maybe there are good good aspect i mean good point and but sometimes well, sure i mean yeah i i think i'm sorry i think the the good point is that working towards a certificate towards a certain grade mm-hmm. that's a goal mm-hmm. right and so it's always good to have a goal when you're trying to to do something mm-hmm. but for me if it's a hobby kind of thing or something that you're learning, let's tie this into the main point, which is learning language, learning English. Yeah, yeah. I think that using the language and being able to use the language is more important than the test score. Yeah. Because the test score in terms of language learning, Mm. I think a language test, and it's every test, it's the TOEFL, it's the TOEIC, it's the ACAN, it's the IELTS, it's the Cambridge test. I think all of those tests, they can test what you've learned, and they probably do a good job in assessing what somebody's learned, but I I don't think that it's an accurate description Mm -hmm. of a person's communication ability. And I'll give you an example. One of my students was taking the Cambridge exam, mm-hmm. the top level. I, don't, I, don't, I guess it's level one. I'm, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And it was it was an oral interview, mm-hmm. and they were having a conversation. It was it was not it was more of a conversation than an interview. Mm-hmm. But in the course of the conversation, the examiner asked or said to him something about food, and he said, "No, no, I'm not hungry. I, I already ate." Mm-hmm. And then they were done with the exam. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, you almost, got a, you almost got a perfect score, but you made a mistake. And he said, well, what was the mistake? And, he, and the examiner said, well, I asked you if you were hungry, and you said, I already ate. And he said, yeah. And he said, well, it should be, I've already eaten. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he said, yeah, but I, I watch American movies and American TV programs all the time, and people in America say, I already ate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the examiner who was who happened to be British mm-hmm. said, "Well, that's kind of a casual slang way of speaking, and it's not correct. Aww. So, you don't get the point." Oh my god! And my student was outraged because he said, "We've had this whole conversation, and you're going to take a couple of points off because I said something that's colloquial and accepted in casual conversational English like this." And the guy said, "Well, it's not correct, so you know you don't you oh you lose god. the points." So, does the test actually measure communication ability or speaking ability? And I think the answer to that is is no. And in one way, I agree with the examiner that, yes, it's not correct to say, I already ate. But I also agree with my student because that's how people talk in the real world. That's how people communicate in the real world in American English. I guess my point is that and I think we've mentioned this in a, in a previous episode, but mm-hmm. 
The question is, how valid is the test? How valid is an 800 on a TOEIC? How valid is the second grade of ACAN or the first grade of ACAN? Because I've helped students who are working on the grade two of the STEP test, the ACAN test, and grade one, level one of the ACAN test. As a native English speaker, ACAN, the the number one grade, the first grade, Mm -hmm. that's really, really a difficult exam. Do you think? Oh, I never asked you. I never asked you. Yeah, yeah. Aiken, the the first level of Aiken, the reading is, oh my God, the reading is really, really tough. And so um, to to answer those questions, it's it, it's hard. As even uh, as a native speaker, think, it's please, challenging. Please say loud because uh, to the all the listeners, maybe some uh-huh. of the listener who is trying to study really hard to get the first mm-hmm. level because I right. can't. <laughs> I I haven't done yet, so. I'm the one. Yeah, also. no, it's it's if you're out there, if you're listening to our to this conversation uh-huh. and you're trying to take the the the, the level 1 of the ACAN, which yeah. is we call that the step test. Yeah. The level 1 is really really <laughs> difficult. It's really difficult. Wow. Um but that said, uh-huh. I would love to be able to to meet um people who have taken mm. the level one test yeah. and have a con- have a natural conversation like I can have with you who's never taken the test. And again, I, kind of, I think we're repeating ourselves and we've said this before, mm. but I understand the, the reason for the test. Mm. I understand the importance of the test yeah. because if the company says, mm-hmm. in order to get to the director level, mm-hmm. in order for you to get promoted to the management level, mm-hmm. you need to have a nine over a 925 or a, over a 940 TOEIC score, mm. or you need to have ACAN level one plus a TOEIC score. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't do that. And when the university says, if you want to do an MBA at my school, mm-hmm. you need to have a, a 97 on the TOEFL. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? I understand yeah. the importance of the test score. And I, mm-hmm. and I would never say to somebody, oh, it's mm. not important, because that's not what I'm saying. And I think that's not what we're saying. That it is imp- mm-hmm. it is important to have the test. Yeah, okay, exactly. in patchwork, sorry if if you're mm-hmm. if you've got a hobby, mm-hmm. if you're really good at doing patchwork, I don't care if you have a license or not. I'm sorry, that's just my opinion about mm-hmm. that. But in terms of of English, that's a that's a deal breaker to get a job or not get a job, or to get a good job or a better job or to get a promotion mm-hmm. in a lot of companies. You have to demonstrate. You know, and and mm-hmm. the way you demonstrate your skill is with a test score, mm-hmm. and I appreciate yeah. that and I understand that. But having a great test score doesn't necessarily mean that someone mm-hmm. is able to communicate mm-hmm. naturally and comfortably in English. Yeah, I think it's. I mean, what do you what do you think about that? Yeah, I totally agree with you. You know, English as a second language and any language you you learn a language, it's a, it has two parts, right? So, one is just a, you study for career for your 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 future mm-hmm. but uh, you know for example like a patchwork usually people just enjoy we they don't think that they're gonna sell the patchwork way when they really learn hard and okay I can make you know money out of my patchwork mm-hmm. 
artwork we just enjoy right, right. but uh, uh cooking too cooking you just learn to cook for your family you know your your kids love oh mommy you're cooking awesome and i just feel oh you got that so happy mm -hmm. that's it i don't want to be like uh, okay i want to be a chef to to run a big restaurant that's a different topic right, right. but learning uh, second language is getting popular now so maybe long time ago in the history mm -hmm. only some people only some people could learn a second language like in Meiji era in Japan very very long time ago uh -huh. uh, you people ordinary people never thought that uh, they gonna they gonna learn uh, you know English as a second language like mm -hmm. you you know you know the history right right but now learning English learning uh, a second language is getting popular right so that's why it's kind of a mixed up you know of the purpose I mean you're enjoying or you're you're studying to to get promoted or to to get your career so that's mm -hmm. why it's the ideas are totally mixed up on the top right that's why the things just coming down out of that the idea and then you know little kids also get the kind of shower mixed up shower some people say just enjoy but some people say you can't get any job if you just enjoy english so right. you know it's they get mixed messages mixed message yeah. yeah and then you know the mothers and fathers beside the kids just kind of wondering oh which idea is right you mm -hmm. know but uh, worrying about the future we just pick the idea oh we have to study we have to get the license. We have to get the certification as much as earlier as they can. Right. So that's why they push the kids to study English when they are very little, like four or five years old. Right. I yeah. and I and I mm. totally get that, and I I totally understand that. Um, mm. But you know, I I know of one child um, mm -hmm. who who until maybe this year or, or last year spoke a lot of English and, mm -hmm. and practiced a lot of English in her house with her mom mm -hmm. and, and never took a test. Mm -hmm. And then when she went to take the test, mm -hmm. she was able to pass the test without even studying for the test mm -hmm. because she had a lot of that English experience. And I think mm -hmm. you know that child because that's your daughter, <laughs> that's Naho. Yeah. And so um. I think that while having the test score is important and it's essential in some respects mm -hmm. you know not every child is good at studying a language or good at doing something like taking a test mm -hmm. or studying for a test mm -hmm. but i think every child is capable of having fun mm -hmm. yeah. I, I i think there's there isn't there isn't a test for fun there isn't a you know well, all the children are having fun in the playground, but uh, my child doesn't know how to have fun. He just, you know, lays on the ground and looks at the toys. <laughs> no, I think every child has the ability to have fun. Mm -hmm. And so I think when you have fun with language mm -hmm. as a child, and, you know, just to clarify this, because I think we haven't mentioned this point mm -hmm. for the listeners, for everybody that's listening. I think, Noriko, tell me, you know, help me here. Mm -hmm. When we talk about 
children learning English. Mm-hmm. We're talking about children until the age of eight mm-hmm. or maybe yeah. until the age of nine, mm-hmm. right? Around that age. Right. We're mm-hmm. talking about kids that are three, four, five years old and mm-hmm. experiencing English for the first time mm-hmm. and, you know, learning mother goose or learning tongue twisters or learning some basic English like are you happy are you hungry mm-hmm. or it's hot today mm-hmm. or something like that or this ice cream is yummy or I like strawberry mm-hmm. I think we're look when we talk about kids learning English mm-hmm. we're saying hey you know what have fun yeah and then and then that's okay you can yeah take the test mm-hmm. that that's fine yeah. but the test shouldn't come first mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. The test should be at the end. That's exactly. You know, let's mm-hmm. let's enjoy it. Yeah. And then we'll take. We can worry about taking that old test because then I think if a child really likes English and enjoys English, mm-hmm. like Naho, mm-hmm. then when she's eight or nine, she'll take the test. And she's nine, and she passed level two of mm-hmm. the ACAN of the step test, mm-hmm. which is what yeah. a lot of high school kids in Japan take. Yeah, actually. And so, mm-hmm. does that mean that 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 Naho was great at studying? When I spoke to her <laughs> a few weeks ago, she said, mm, "I didn't study at all. Mm, I didn't like to study." <laughs> And so, and so there you go. So she, so she's she's validated herself twice. Mm-hmm. She validated herself because mm-hmm. she's able to have an English conversation. Yeah. And she validated herself because she had the test, and now she's nine years old, yeah. and she has the same test level mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. as a twelfth grader, as a third year high school student, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right? High school after, I, yeah. Actually, after. You graduate from high school, then you pass that second grade. Okay, perfect. Not, uh, yeah, that that's mm-hmm. perfect. So, so, mm-hmm. and maybe I don't know, but maybe someday Naho, in a couple of years, she's going to want to go to a very special junior high school. Mm-hmm. There will be an entrance examination for that, mm-hmm. and and they might also say, well, if you have to pass our entrance exam, mm-hmm. plus we need to see your ACAN score, mm-hmm. your step test score. Yeah. Perfect. She's got it. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. she got that Mm -hmm. because of the foundation Mm -hmm. that you helped her get. Yeah. And I think that's Mm -hmm. what we're talking about here. That's the foundation. That's English at Home is Fun Mm -hmm. is about that. It's build the foundation. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Awesome. I think that's all the time that we have for today's podcast. Wow. Another interesting conversation. Mm -hmm. I hope the listeners like that one. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so, too. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks again. And thank you, everyone, uh, for listening today. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. Yeah. And thanks, Noriko. Good to talk to you. Thank you, Michael. I had a really good time with you. Yeah, thank me you. too. Thank you, everyone. All right. So see you next time right here at English at Home is Fun. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by English at Home is Fun. Please visit EnglishAtHomeIsFun.com. <laughs>